the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your cast on AM 970, The Answer, the Sing It, Sammy. All right, so the uh, post-Super Bowl uh, beer cast, hopefully your team won, whether you are a San Francisco 49er fan or a Kansas City Chief fan. I am hoping that uh, you had some success, and if you were wagering, uh, the legal way, if you are in New Jersey, if you're not, and you're in another, st- you're in a state that uh, gambling is not legal. Well, I'm sorry. Pass the law. Get it. Get it done. Anyway, um, hopefully you had some success. You had a great Super Bowl party, and now that you're listening to the show, by the way, this happens to be our four-year anniversary. Amazingly enough, this show has been on the air on AM nine seventy The Answer for four years. So that is pretty cool. We've got a great show for you tonight. We've got a craft beer guest that's going to be joining me uh, from a brewery that I've been to a number of times already, and they are making some fantastic beer, and one of the beers we'll be discussing has a tie-in with football, including a Super Bowl MVP. Hmm, who could I be talking about? I'll tell you that in just a second. Uh, We've got news and notes to get to. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast and you can find all the shows on those platforms. Alexa Ready as well. We're also on Radio.com. And we are also on the Hopped Up Network. Just uh, head over to the Hopped Up Network.com. You can listen to my podcast along with a plethora of others. Uh, usually my cast will be up Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Now, coming up in just a bit. Phil Petraka from Source Brewing down in Colesneck, New Jersey, will join me. Uh, this was an interview that I did this past Thursday at the brewery itself. I think you're going to enjoy it. We're going to be talking about their elite tribute to Eli Manning, the Super Bowl beer that got a lot of national play. Uh, the beer was sold out. I went to pick up my cans, and I had a nice little chat with Phil about the brewery itself, plan, what they're going to be doing in the future, uh, other beers that are going to be coming out, a lot of good stuff. Uh, that's coming up in just a bit. Pretty sure it's going to be a two-segment interview. Uh, I'm actually recording this open on Thursday. I haven't gone down there yet, so uh, it'll probably be a two-segment interview. But little Sammy Hagar and the Circle. Uh, Sammy Solo, there's only one way to rock uh, to start us off. Sammy Hagar and the Circle coming back. They're doing an, an extensive uh, U.S. tour, uh, about 30, 40 cities. Uh, that kicks off, I think it's in May. Or June, they will be in uh, Long Island in July. But I'm going to be going uh, to the show at the PNC Bank Arts Center on Friday, August 21st. It is Sammy Hagar and the Circle, along with White Snake and Night Ranger. That is going to be a phenomenal show. I cannot wait. Uh, Sammy is in his uh, you know early 70s and can still bring it. 
Vic Johnson is fantastic on guitar. Michael Anthony, of course, the longtime bassist for Van Halen and now with Sammy, is amazing. His vocals are spot on and his bass play uh, pretty good. And, of course, you've got Jason Bonham on the drums. Uh, who And so they do a lot of Sammy solo stuff. They do Montrose. They do some Van Halen from when uh, Sammy was in the band. Uh, they also do some Led Zeppelin as well. It's really cool. It's a big party atmosphere. It's a lot of fun. I kind of, I kind of liken it to, uh, I don't want to say like an adult version of Jimmy Buffett, but it's kind of that vibe. Everybody's having a great time. Drinks are flowing. Uh, you know, you're just listening to music and chilling out, and eating good food, and having some, you know, having some beverages. It's a lot of fun. Definitely check it out if you're in the. If you decide to get tickets. Uh, you know, uh, and you see me in the parking lot, come by and say hi. Uh, happy to have a beer with you. So let's get into news and notes here. Uh, Lone Pine Brewing Company is now distributing uh, throughout New Jersey, New York, and Utah. The Portland and Gorham-based Maine brewery has expanded their growing distribution network to include these new, uh, three new states. The move comes uh, after a strategic approach to expansion in several states last summer was met with success. John Paul, the co-founder of Lone Pine Brewing, says we had a really great year and continue to see excitement in new markets about our beers and what we're doing. Based on the reception we're getting, balanced against our ability to continue filling the shelves here in Maine, we're excited to introduce Lone Pine to more craft beer lovers around the country. So Lone Pine is going to distribute in these new markets via Golden Beverage in Utah, Remarkable Liquids, and De Crescente in New York, and Remarkable Liquids in New Jersey. Remarkable Liquids has done a great job of bringing in these, um, these successful breweries that people are always talking about that you can't, oh, you can't get it anywhere but, but, in, but in the state that they're in and this and that. And Remarkable Liquid seems to come through and really, uh, you know, knock it out of the park by getting these breweries in here. So we're going to have to talk to one of the owners of Lone Pine Brewery coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So Lone Pine uh, drew recent attention uh, for meddling in the hotly contested Hazy Imperial IPA category at the Great American Beer Festival in October. The winning beer, Chaos Emerald, scored a bronze medal, beating out nearly 200 competitors. So that is pretty cool. And uh, Lone Pine now available in 10 states, New Jersey, New York, and Utah, joining Maine, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Vermont. That is very cool. Uh, Brookfield Place uh, is going to be doing, this is, this is the, what is this, the third year, second year, third year, uh, that they're going to be doing this uh, down on the Hudson River in lower Manhattan here. So for the third year on Wednesday and Thursday evenings from 4 to 9 p.m. February, this coming week, February 5th and February 13th, the iconic Winter Garden will transform into a classic beer garden. It's showcasing 15 of New York City's top breweries from the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. And the Winter Beer Garden will highlight craft offerings from five breweries each day, 100% of the beer sales, benefiting Brookfield Place's charity partner, Leave No Trace. It's an organization that provides innovative education, skills, and research to help people care for the outdoors. The first three nights will feature 15 breweries from all boroughs, uh, including uh, Bronx Brewery, uh, Circa Brewing Company, Manhattan's female-founded Talea, which I'm interested in interviewing those women very soon, Bridge and Tunnel Brewery from Queens, Flagship Brewing from Staten Island. Visitors will be invited to cast a vote for their favorite beer to determine which five breweries will make it to the final round on Thursday, February 13th. Uh, the People's Choice winner will be determined by the event's attendees guided by New York State Beer Connoisseur and Bacara. I- I'm, I'm a little upset they didn't ask me to do this. But again, all right, you know, I'm based out of lower Manhattan, but, uh, you know. I know, it sounds like I'm bitching. I am. Anyway, the event is free to attend for guests over the age of 21. Beer will be available for purchase, obviously. The food from Brookfield Place's eateries available for purchase. I'm not going to name all of them. There's a bunch of different uh, places that you can eat from as well. For more information, uh, bfpiny.com. Oh, no, bfplny.com. 
slash event slash best brews subway series. So the full schedule, so February 5th, it's going to be LIC Beer Project, Circa, Flagship Brewing, Gun Hill, and Talea. On February 6th, it's Six Point, Bronx Brewery, Coney Island Brewing, uh, KCBC Brewing, uh, and Finback. And then on February 12th, it's Bridge and Tunnel, Greenpoint, and Interborough. And then on February 13th, the uh, the best brew of New York City is announced, which is very cool. Uh, back on February 2nd, 2002, Stone released the first of their now-defined decade-spanning Stone Vertical Epic Ale series. The next was released on 3303, 4404, all the way up to 121212. Uh, so now on the 18th anniversary of that first release, they have 22220, which will be an epic paleodrome ale, uh, that it is a half Belgian inspired, half Stone inspired ale. Features sweet orange peel and tangerine. Uh, it is destined. It is. It's great to drink now, but you can mature it over time. It's a very limited release. It is available in twenty two ounce bottles at select retailers and Stone locations in California only. It is rolling out this week, but only in California. So, uh, if you want to get uh, all three bottles, they're going to have a couple of different bottles that are out. You can enjoy all for the same flat rate shipping cost as a single bottle, but it is only for California shipping addresses only. So uh, kudos to Stone with their Vertical Epic Ale series. So, uh, and, but again, that's a, a California-only release. And then finally, before we take a break, I um, had a chance the other day to head over to King's in Short Hills. Kelsey Grammer, we've mentioned this on the program before, um, he has a brewery up in Margaretville, New York. It's called Faith American Ale. It's in the Catskills. And uh, they released a golden ale last year. Um, and so Kelsey Grammer was in New Jersey marketing the beer. He's in a bunch of different places. So I happened to go over to the Kings uh, first to purchase the beer because I wanted to check it out. But also got a chance to meet Kelsey Grammer. Now, I didn't get an interview with him. I was trying to, but he wasn't doing any interviews that day. Uh, and hopefully I gave him my card. We chatted for a few minutes. And hopefully we can get him on the program at some point. But what was really cool was the fact that... Um, in, in the couple of minutes that we got to spend together, um, you know, we talked about the beer, which is a golden ale. They're going to be coming out with an IPA very soon, uh, so Kelsey told me. But then the really cool thing was, you know, he and Joe Piscopo have something in common. They were both in a Star Trek The Next Generation episode. Joe was in for about a total of about four or five minutes of screen time playing the comedian. Um, Kelsey was at the very end of an episode called Cause and Effect, where he played Captain Morgan Bateson, uh, a captain from the Star Trek original series era. So anyway, I'm not going to get into the episode. You want to check it out. I think it's season four, cause and effect, right? Um, So he is doing his first Star Trek convention this year, he told me, which is really cool. And I told him, you know, Joe has done done a convention, did the cruise. I had a great time, and I said, you'll really enjoy it. And we had a really, really nice chat. Uh, Wanted me to say hello to Joe uh, for him, and uh, hopefully we'll get him back on the program at some point. I'm going to be up in the Catskills at some point in the month of June. I'm hoping to get over to that brewery and check it out and see if they have other stuff, just not the Golden Ale. But the Golden Ale that we did get to taste was actually really good. So I was very happy about that, and it was nice to meet with Kelsey. Uh, Literally, I mean, it was in and out of there in about 10 minutes. So uh, really cool. But Kelsey Grammer, Faith American Ale, it's a Golden Ale. Uh, We'll review it completely on Suds and Duds at some point, either this week or next week. Now, coming up after the break, Phil Petraka. From Source Brewing down in Colesneck, New Jersey, is going to join me. We're going to do two segments with Phil, and then, of course, we'll do Suds and Duds. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hey, 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 my dad is bringing home the best birthday cake ever. It was my fifth birthday, and my dad was bringing home the cake. Should have been here a half hour ago. The cake never made it, and neither did my dad. 911, what's your emergency? 
That was the day a drunk driver killed my dad. Daddy? Impaired drivers take lives. Think. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Aired in cooperation with the New York State Broadcasters Association. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. When you hear the word LASIK, the only name that should come to your mind is Delarusso. Dr. Joseph Delarusso is the man behind Delarusso Laser Vision. It's a family-owned medical practice, and they've performed over 165,000 LASIK surgeries, and they have over 30 years of industry experience. His research and practice played a role in getting FDA approval of LASIK back in the 1990s, and thus his name became synonymous with LASIK. Today's so-called discount LASIK centers are a dime a dozen. They perform surgery at a ridiculously low cost to the detriment of the patient, since these places, they use lasers that are not the latest or the safest. In many cases, the patient does not even meet their surgeon until the day of the procedure. Is that a place that you really want to go to? It's not the case at Delarusso Laser Vision. In fact, I trusted Delarusso 10 years ago with my LASIK surgery, and the results have been fantastic. You owe it to yourself if you're considering LASIK, to meet with Dr. Delarusso. And again, if not LASIK, they'll offer you regular eye exams, frames, lenses, cataract screenings, and removals. You name it. They will not do an unnecessary procedure. Trust me on this. And trust only the best with your vision. Call Delarusso Laser Vision today to schedule a free consultation with Dr. Delarusso. 855-646-2020. That number again, 855-646-2020. Or visit Delarusso.com. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Okay, we're here at Source Brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey, uh, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. My next guests, the owner of the uh, brewery opera- of this beautiful brewery operation, the head brewer, the assistant brewer, we're all sitting in, we're having a couple of beers here. Yes, it's morning, but for some people around the world... It is evening. They've been in the news for these last few weeks, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. For more info on Source Brewing, you can just check out sourcebrewing.com. Phil Petraka joins me at the table here, along with Greg Taylor and Jeremy Watts. Guys, how you doing? Doing well. Welcome. Excellent. Excellent. Let's jump right into this here. We're drinking, or at least I am, drinking the Elite Tribute uh, that you guys did for Eli Manning. And i got to tell you, it is fantastic. How did you come up with the flavors for this beer, first off? 
Uh, first of all, cheers. I'm glad you like it. Um, it's a New England-style IPA. So um, we wanted to really accentuate some of the fruity, juicy, citrusy, almost uh, tropical fruit, berry, hoppy flavors. And hops was going to be the domination of the aroma and the flavor. And then the focus was on getting a real soft mouthfeel with the water chemistry and the choice of grains and adjunct malts. And what's, what is nice about it, it does have like a little bit of sweetness to it, but not too sweet. It kind of, you get that little candy flavor and it kind of backs off a little bit, which I really enjoy. So you release the info on the beer. The beer sells out in two days. And now all of a sudden, a couple of days later, here comes Eli. Hey, I'm retiring. Now, are you, first off, uh, Phil, let me ask you this. Are you surprised at the amount of coverage that you've gotten for the beer? Oh, yeah, blown away. I mean, uh, first, we probably couldn't have timed that better if we tried. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we knew Eli was coming to end his career, at least with a giant. We didn't know that he was going to retire. Um, for the last 16 years, Eli's definitely been my favorite giant, but more so. I mean, he's just a great guy. He's a, um, he is the definition of a professional. Um, if one thing that I think a lot of people don't notice, but when the Giants would lose a game, he'd be the first person in front of the media. Yep. And then when the Giants won a game, he would always hang back in the locker room. Um, and, you know, the things that he taught me in my life is you always compete. And the criticism, you got to take that with a, a grain of salt, but you got to stay focused. Um, and those are some life lessons that he gave to me, and I wanted to honor him. And the one thing you cannot spell without Eli is elite. Right. And he is certainly an elite professional, an elite quarterback, and in my opinion, a first-round Hall of Famer. Now, I have to ask you, uh, Phil, did you guys try to get in touch with the Giants about maybe getting him some of the beer, or was it kind of, uh, let's, let's see if maybe he reaches out to us since... You know, all these athletes, and I've been covering athletes for a long time, they all say, I don't read the press, I don't read the news. Believe me, most of them do. And something like this, when it comes to a beer and it's not necessarily, you know, gameplay or whatever else, you figure that somehow it would trickle back to him. Did you guys make any attempt to get in touch with the Giants? Well, I definitely was looking at every single order coming in, waiting for that Eli Manning name to pop up, but it didn't. Um, yeah, we would love for Eli to drink one of our beers, but, you know, at the source, we're all about authenticity. We didn't do this to monetize. Right. Uh, we did this to honor him. Um, I don't know how to get beers in his hand, but if he's more than welcome to come down the source anytime, we'll share that beer. All right. Well, you heard it first. Now, Eli, if you're listening, which I don't know if you do listen to this podcast or not, if you do, the guy's got some beers for you. We're talking with Phil Petraca. He is the owner of Source Brewing. Greg Taylor is the head brewer. Jeremy Watts is the assistant brewer. We're all here at Source Brewing here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, this place is great. They're located in Colts Neck, New Jersey. It's exit 114 off the Garden State Parkway. Of course, you have to name the number of the exit when you live in New Jersey. Uh, Ultra Samba is the other beer that you released. And on the bottom of the can, where many breweries post the date it was brewed, sometimes the brewers, you know, they kind of write in a little funny line here and there. You guys wrote in tribute, uh, Jeremy, to uh, Kobe Bryant, Samba for the Mamba. Were you a big Lakers fan? Uh, not personally, no. Actually, not a huge basketball fan at all. But uh, when we were trying to think of something really unique to put on the bottom of the can, it kind of just clicked. And I said, hey, it wasn't uh, Kobe's nickname, Black Mamba. Right. And we kind of just went with it from there. Very cool. Now, this is part of uh, the Single Silo series. So tell the listeners a little bit uh, what, what that's about. So the Single Silo Series is a a fun kind of experimental ongoing thing that we're going to be doing with a rotating series of single-hopped Imperial New England IPAs. So uh, it's it's very common to use hop blends in IPAs, and uh, there's so many unique new hops coming out that are really pushing the the flavor thresholds. And uh, we're, like, getting our hands on some of these new 
experimental varieties in some of these really nice hops and just putting the, the light uh, fully on them to, to let their flavor come through. And, mm-hmm. and we feel like the consumers appreciate um, being able to say, oh, I like this. That means I like this hop. So they, they bring some uh, you know knowledge with them going forward and, and um, get to really see, like, all right, did I like that blend or did I like that exact hop? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just as we're learning about all of the new hops coming out, we like to kind of pass that along and say, hey, this is a focus on strata or samba or re- the next one we're releasing soon is an experimental hop that doesn't even have a name yet so oh, that'll be coming okay. out next month very cool now uh jeremy had to run away real quick because if you <laughs> if you heard the beeping noise that's uh the op- the beer making operation in there obviously an alarm went off something was done he had to run in and check it so uh jeremy's back now but we're sitting with uh phil petraca greg taylor and jeremy watts all from source brewing here on the algatillo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer um, the, the thing that I love about this room and upstairs and everything that you guys have done, and you talked about it, Phil, about the authenticity, is the openness of everything that's out here. People can see the operation and what's going on. I mean, I look to my left here, and you, you see the tanks, and you see everything that's, that's cooking here. You've, you've kept this farmhouse-type charm. That was all a part of the process when you guys were putting this together, right? Yeah, I mean, my partner Greg and I, we've been dreaming about our ideal brewery for years um, before you know we actually bought this property and started Source Brewing. And we wanted, um, you know, Greg and I in our, our past life, Greg worked with me, and we traveled around the world. I mean, we've been to the best breweries, the most amazing breweries, um, and we can never disassociate the beer we were having from where we were drinking it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some great beer in New Jersey, uh, don't get me wrong, but they're all in industrial parks, warehouses. They don't really deliver an experience, in my opinion, around the beer that we've experienced at other breweries. Uh, farm to Glass was definitely a priority for us. Having a fully sustainable business was a priority for us. We selected Colts Neck based upon the agricultural backbone that this town offers. Right. So we're, we do business with a dozen farmers in town. Our, our spent grains get donated back to the local farmers. We have two wells on the property. Um, they're pretty deep. That aquifer runs down from the Pocono Mountains. We capture all of our wastewater. That wastewater gets donated back to farmers or it gets donated back to the local water company. They love all that bacteria and yeast in there. Sure. Um, but producing those beers, we had to find an authentic farmhouse because you can't produce farm-to-glass beers without being in an authentic farmhouse. Sure. So this dates back to the 19th century. Uh, there's, we're the third owner of this property. Wow. The first owner was Captain Shank from the Revolutionary War. British had a bounty on his head. He okay. was a rebel. Love him. Uh, and then it was the Matthews family owned it since the 1800s. Um, so we, we purchased it. Uh, it was key to us when we renovated this is we wanted to include all of the infrastructure and modern comforts. Right. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you for a second. So the Matthews family owned this from the 1800s. So this property and farm was in their hands for over 100 years. About 140 years. And the condition of the property when you got it, was it was it kept or was it... So this barn was built about 130 years ago. Okay. And um, over the years, this was set on clay bricks and the mortar had disintegrated. Wow. So we literally had to lift this barn up with hydraulic jacks and underpin it and put a foundation underneath there. But when we um, renovated it, we insulated the building from the outside. So when you walk into the source, you touch the walls, you look up, that's all original. 
Um, but you know, we added all the the creature comforts uh, to make it cozy and warm. Mm -hmm. But we're in a true authentic farmhouse, and I can't tell you, we're thrilled to death every time we come to work here. That, that is very cool. We're talking with Phil Petraka, Greg Taylor, and Jeremy Watts from Source Brewing here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, very easy to get to. Just jump on the Garden State Parkway, uh, head down south, get off at exit one fourteen, uh, and uh, take it right past the delicious orchards. You can't miss it. It's really a fantastic place to go to. The biggest complaint that I've heard from people over the last you know, several. I mean, guys, you guys have been open about six months now. Um, the biggest complaint that I hear from people when they come down here is the long wait for beers on the weekend to, you know, to get poured. And I go, oh, I get a beer, and then I go upstairs, and I got to wait on the line to come back down. But all of that is purposeful, right? It's not meant to. No, we want you to, you know, we want you to take 10, 15 minutes to uh, to savor your beer. But but also in the pouring process as well, right? Yeah, I mean, we're you know we have eighteen uh, beer tenders on staff today. Um, Greg is an advanced level Cicerone. Uh, we train everybody. They're all now certified Cicerone uh, beer servers. Uh, we slow pour all our beers. Uh, if you wait five minutes, you wait a half hour, we make sure that beer that gets in your hands is per poured perfectly and is presented the best way that we know how. Uh, we are working, and we've gotten a lot better. Um, you know, we have 70 parking spots, but we still run out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so now we've worked with our local uh, neighbors next door, so just opened up another 150 spots on the weekend. That's great. Uh, for folks to park. Uh, and we are looking at adding a, a second bar as soon as the, the weather warms up over here. Okay. You know, we're five months old. You know, we're learning to crawl. Right. Uh, <laughs> we still got the training wheels on. But, you know, we're focused on getting better each day. That's that's awesome. And it's funny, you, you mentioned that about the slow pouring and the, and the whole thing about getting that beer the, the perfect way to, you know, when you're pouring it into the glass. Estrella Galathea... Uh, is the same way, and I had gone to a, um, a bartending competition with them about, I don't know, five or six months ago, and they talked about the process of pouring the beer, how to open it, how to pour it from the bottle if, you, if you're not pouring it from the tap, presenting the beer with the logo facing forward so that the person can see what the brand is. And they were all about attention to detail, and that's what you guys have really focused on here, and that's great. Now, let's take a quick break. I've got a lot more questions for you guys. We'll take a quick break here, and we're back after this from Source Brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey, on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's slightly raining and 37 degrees. What's going on? We have The Answer. The national headcount is upon us, and one New York borough wants more accurate representation this time around. Steve Greenfield files this report. Staten Island advocacy groups are trying to make people aware of and take part in the 2020 U.S. Census. Here's Terry Troya of Project Hospitality. We don't have the funding. If we're not counted, then we lose additional seats. We have overcrowding. We don't have spaces. Census figures determine the number of congressional seats in each state and the amount of federal funding for infrastructure and more. Jennifer Calindris of United Activities Unlimited adds, We need to know who our community of Staten Island is if we are to serve them competently and compassionately. 2010 census figures showed a major undercounting in many North Shore communities. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio, New York. Health officials in Central California are confirming two new cases of coronavirus, including one new person-to-person -person transmission. The two new cases are in San Benito County, uh, bringing the total number of cases in the U.S. to 11. Health officials say two patients are a husband and a wife. The husband recently traveled to the area of China where the coronavirus outbreak is most prevalent. 
The wife did not travel to China. Therefore, her infection is a person-to-person transmission. The respiratory illness has killed over 300 people in China. In sports, 49ers fell to the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 54. The Chiefs are now the Super Bowl champs. That final score was 31-20. Traffic delays are in New Jersey on Route 24. We do have uh, westbound just west of JFK Parkway. Left lane is closed with the vehicle fire. Delays are building. GWB still looks like a good ride. Holland and Lincoln Tunnels, no reported delays in and out. Weather for tonight, chance of rain and snow before midnight. Mostly cloudy, temperatures will rise to around 40 degrees. Tomorrow, sunshine, high near 54. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AM 970. The Answer. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just $19.95. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Dan Proft, weeknights at 9 on AM 970. The Answer. We're back here at Source Brewing in Coast Neck, New Jersey, on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer for all the info on Source, you can just check out sourcebrewing.com. Follow their Facebook page. They're on Instagram as well. Phil Petraka, Greg Taylor, and Jeremy Watts are joining me here. Uh, and we're drinking, actually, I'm drinking the Elite Tribute. Uh, drinking Elite as well. Phil's got Elite. Greg, you've got? We've got Jamwich Volume 2. All right. And uh, Jeremy? Jamwich Volume 2 Jamwich well. Volume 2. I might have to have a sip of that before I go. Uh, now, you guys have been open, uh, open since August, so just, just about six months or so. Um, you're also one of the few breweries that's open more than four days a week. So how is the response on, say, a Tuesday at, at 1 p.m.? Oh, it's awesome. Um, you know, during the early afternoon, we get a lot of people who work from home, a lot of people that come on their lunch break. Um, we get a lot of moms that come in. You know, they come in, you know, they're, they have small kids. They want to, you know, they bring their own food in. You know, going to a local bar is kind of not within the vibe. Mm-hmm. So they like the, the more relaxed, laid-back vibe that we give here. Um, and then, you know, we have a lot of golf courses around. So around 3 to 5 o'clock, we have all the golfers coming in. Um, and then, this is know, the BAM Country Club teachers. or whatever, which is... Is that owned by Trump now? I don't even know who owns it anymore. But uh, we got a lot here. The, cl- uh, the, con- the country club is not that far away from here, right? So we have Trump National right behind us. Right, we right. Have the Eagle Pikes. Luke's, um, you know, just a couple miles away. Um, you know, right next to our local bar. Um, with you know, also there's another golf course. I think there's five within five miles okay. of the brewery. Um, and then we have we always have a strong evening crowd. Uh, but the one thing that we have here on a weekly basis, and this is kind of like our business model when we want to create this community business, uh, is we kicked off an origins group. Right. So we limited it to 300 members. Uh, we're almost sold out. we got about a couple dozen openings available. And this is a one-time fee. You get a lifetime membership. gives you exclusive access to the brewery. 
And it's a great group of people, and they're in here three, four times a week. Uh, we do exclusive beers for them. Um, you know, they we do special uh, sensory seminars. We do bottle releases for them. It's it's kind of cool. Uh, they're regulars, and we mm-hmm. built this whole business based upon a core group of 300 people. And in my opinion, if whether you're a restaurant or you're a barber or you're a mechanic, if you have a thousand loyal customers and you treat them well, you can be successful. Uh, we right, because those thousand are going to tell two friends, and then they're going to tell two friends, and so on and so on. So it's that's brand loyalty, and, and you know, hey, I get a good deal when I come in here, and they, they treat me fair, and. You know, that's, that's what you want out of any business. You're right. Absolutely. And, you know, the cost of acquisition for a new customer is always much higher than retaining the customers that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been extremely fortunate. We're very humble. We have folks coming from out of state. Um, we have a lot of folks coming from North Jersey that don't have backyards. They come over here. The kids can run around. We've got two acres of approved drinking area. You can bring your dog. Right. Uh, the one focus for us was family and balance. So we welcome everyone here at the source at the same time. And you know, Al, the big hot topics in the industry is, should kids be allowed in breweries? Should dogs be allowed in breweries? That's my next, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> I know that the big deal, see, I don't have so much of a problem, I don't have so much of a problem with dogs in the brewery, um, because I don't get the whole ABC of, you know, well, they're, they're in an area where food is being prepared. Well, you can't sell food here. And all of the stuff that you're doing, pre- prepared-wise, is behind a closed door that the dogs can't get to, unless they're off their leash and they happen to run through an open door. So I, I find that a little hypocritical from the ABC. The kids part of it doesn't really bother me so much as it does to other people. I mean, I get it. You, you don't have a babysitter. You want to come in. My, my issue with the kid thing is when somebody kind of overstays their welcome. If they're here for four hours with their kids, and I don't mean just you guys, but, but anywhere in general, if somebody's here for four hours with their kids and they're drinking, how responsible are you really being when you have little <laughs> kids and you've been pounding them back for four hours? You're here for an hour, an hour and a half. The kids are playing. You, you have a couple of beer. That's I, I'm fine with that. And I, I see. I, I've seen a lot of that out in California, in San Diego, where a lot of breweries. You see a lot of young parents. They come in with their babies. It's Friday. It's five o'clock. They're done they're for the week. Whatever. They want to have a beer or two. I get it. So I, that part of it, I, I, I get. But that's the thing that I like about what you have here is this vibe. That on the first floor, it's families. You want to go outside. It's fine. But you've kept the second floor. Hey, adult, adults only, and and I think that's the smart thing. Now, not every brewery can do that um, because of space limitations, but that was always in the plan for you guys, right? Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, I'm first uh, generation. My parents immigrated over here, and uh, in Europe, you know, drinking is not a big deal. Right. You know, um, you know you, the drinking age is very young. Um, at a very young age, my parents always putting a little wine in the grape soda mm-hmm. and the seltzer, uh, so it wasn't a big thing, but... Uh, it's part of the culture. And what we want to do is we wanted to welcome everyone here but give everyone their space, as you said. Right. Um, and kids are amazing. You know, in five minutes, you know, you get 20, 30 kids. They're all friends. They're running outside. They're playing. You know, the parents can hang back and they can enjoy a couple of beers. Right. Uh, but like you said, if you're an adult, we got the adult-only section upstairs. And it's pretty vast. You know, it's almost 2,000 square feet. Right. Because uh, you have the outside. Mezzanine. You have the deck on the outside. And, the and you can stairs. see the – Right. Um, so we wanted to be able, it was very important to us, um, you know, I do have four kids now, right. <laughs> is um, to be able to welcome everyone, but give everybody their individual spaces. So we're not really taking sides on whether dogs should be allowed, should kids be allowed. Everybody's welcome. And you all have your individual spaces. Right. 
So enjoy yourselves. See, and that's that's what's great about it. We're talking with Phil Petraca, Greg Taylor, Jeremy Watts from Source Brewing here, and we're here in the brewery on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, of course, the brewery located right off of Exit one fourteen uh, on the Gardens, uh, off the Garden State Parkway. I, my aunt had a house about a mile and a half up the road, so I'm so familiar with this area and with delicious orchards and and you know Laird's Applejack and the you know the whole the, the whole thing. We used to come down here on weekends uh, to spend time with my aunt. What's what's really cool is the fact that you are literally two minutes from Delicious Orchards. Have you guys? I know I've asked this, but I know I asked this of you, Greg, when, we, when I interviewed you last year. But have you guys spoken with Delicious Orchards at all about trying to do something like either with their apple cider donuts or something, you know, to kind of whatever? I see the smiles on your faces, so I know that something's coming here. But go ahead. Who wants to, Greg? You want to jump in? We actually we've done um, in the past like piloting, you know, before the, the place was open. We've worked with a lot of their ingredients because it was just a natural fit, being local and sure. all that. Um, but um, you know, this year we uh, we didn't scale it up on a big batch. Some people were kind of asking about it, but um, that's something that you know we're always open to working with neighbors and local. But you know, this year it didn't work out. Okay. Um, but uh, um, you know, like I said, open to working with the community in any way, and you know, local is always best for us. Right. So, delicious orchards. If you're listening, they want to work with you. Make it happen here. Now, you guys did Asbury Park uh, last week. You did uh, the beer fest. You did the uh, you did brick wall. You did the beer garden. Um, tap takeovers all over town. Is this the next phase for the business? Uh, getting that beer to more people all over the state, or was this kind of just a one-off? Kind of let's see what we experience here, and then we'll we'll adjust from there. Yeah. So. Um we don't we don't do beer festivals regularly. Um, this one's pretty local to us, so I thought it was important um, just for the community to be out there supporting the beer festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while we're down there, you know, we have two great accounts with uh, Brickwall and the Asbury Park Festival and Beer Garden. Uh, so we had a tap takeover at both locations, right. um, and then the beer fest. So it was a very exciting weekend for us. I don't think all of us uh, slept much, <laughs> um, but it was it was amazing because we were able to get in front of hundreds of our our, our customers and, and even introduce our beer to new people in the area. Right. Um, and then we have a, you know a great relationship that we built with the Rat, um, so we were able to right. interface with them and, and you know get on the show and drink some beers and, and support them. That's a, an event that they support as well. I think the focus for us is always our local community. Mm. Uh, you know, we're here doing our own thing. You know, we get a lot, you know, a lot of the people in, in the, the local culture are always trying to compare us to, you know, this brewery or that brewery. You know, we're doing our own thing here. We, right. We're focused on our community. Um, we truly are um, in our DNA. Um, so a 10-mile radius from the brewery is, is where our focus is. We're thrilled when people come from from out of state and other areas of the state, um, but we're just trying to be ourselves. Okay, and um, the the other thing, so at at the uh, the beer fest in Asbury Park, it's a little bit different uh, than let's say the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest, where you guys are pouring your own beer. So in this in this particular instance, you can't pour your beer. They have other people that are pouring the beer for you. So you're basically there educating. The people on the beer, they're asking you questions or whatever, because obviously the person pouring the beer may not be familiar with your beer. How was that experience with with people there? Were they asking questions? Were they kind of just like, oh, thanks. Oh, it's great. You know, or were they trying to get in-depth with questions with you guys? Well, myself, Greg and Jeremy, uh, we were there the whole weekend um, right next to the folks pouring their beer. They did a great job. Um, you know, our our tap systems is uh, they're very unique. Um, there is a bit of a learning curve, uh, but you know they did a great job picking up on how to use our our Varaflow uh, control taps. 
Um, and then it gave us a, a different perspective. Instead of being behind the tap, we're right next to the people tasting the beer. So I felt the engagement initially felt a little weird um, that we weren't pouring our beer in one, you know, telling brewers that you can't drink beer. That was a little awkward for us. Right, right. <laughs> and it does get crowded in there very quickly when the session starts. So it that's does. a little, you know. And most people automatically assume the person pouring the beer works for the brewery. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like an interesting situation standing next to them and saying, oh, hey, you, you want to talk to me instead of that person. <laughs> <laughs> But like anything, you know, we make the best of it. We had a great time, um, and we were pretty excited uh, to see the response. Uh, people, you know, we were very mm. well received, um, and we were able to see a lot of uh, existing customers and, and meet a lot of potential new customers. That's great. I know my cousins were down there, and they enjoy the event every year. They're in Ocean Grove, so for them, it's walking distance, which is fantastic for them. Final question from me. Um, I know that other breweries have been doing collaborations in the state and this and that. Any chance of doing a collaboration with another brewery, or, or are you guys kind of focused, hey, we're doing our thing for now, and maybe collaborations, maybe not this year, maybe down the road? Well, I think, you know, we're going to continue a little trend we're making, Al, where we drop new and exclusive news. So, right. uh, yeah, Greg, why don't you tell me about our first collab? So, you know, we, we're definitely interested in doing some awesome collaborations. Uh, in this year, we'll probably, you know, kick off a first one here soon. Um, and, you know, we, we're really in, big on authenticity and telling a story and uh, so for our first collab um, we got an opportunity to I'm actually going to be brewing with uh, a good friend and a roommate of mine back in brewing school in Germany his name is Bruno and he's got a, a brewery down in Sao Paulo Brazil or just outside of the city and uh, we're going down next month to, to brew up a, a fun beer so stay tuned we'll be uh, putting it all out through our social media channels telling the story that is very cool. So a Brazilian-American uh, beer. I like that. It's a farmhouse brewery in Brazil, too. So it's, yeah. he's been open a couple of years. He's been winning some awards down there, his farmhouse styles. Um, I think he got, like, best you know brewery in, uh, in his region recently. So we're real excited to go down there and, uh, and reunite and brew some beer together and have him come up and, and brew it here eventually. I, I like that. Now, is it going to have a Fast and Furious title? Because the I'm t- sure that it's that a that working is, you know. title. We've been uh, been doing some WhatsApp conversations, putting together the ingredients, mm-hmm. and uh, we definitely want to work in some local terroir, whether it's Brazilian ingredients that we we pick on his property or um, some New Jersey ingredients from up here. I like it. I like it. So a, a, a international collaboration between a New Jersey brewery and a Brazilian brewery. That's very cool, guys. Uh, Phil Petraka, Greg Taylor, Jeremy Watts, thanks so much for giving me a few minutes here. And uh, thanks for informing the fans about Source. Come down here. It's exit 114 off the Garden State Parkway. They are open six days a week, right? Mondays, you guys are usually closed. But so, yeah, we're closed on Mondays. Uh, as soon as the weather gets a little warmer here, uh, we're going to go back to seven days a week. Um, That's awesome. Right now in our fall winter hours, we're Tuesday through Sunday. Excellent, excellent. And, of course, they'll have can releases, which, by the way, I have to say before, we, before I let you guys go, the can release is how you guys do it. Uh, where you send out the email, and this is, I think, the first time that you had people prepaying in advance instead of, you know, you reserve your beer and then pay it at the brewery. But I think it's been so successful, these three can releases that you guys have done, where everybody gets a chance to get in, and they usually, I mean, folks, let's, let me be fair to you here. If you see the can release, you better jump on it, because within two days, three days, the most, the beer usually sells out reserving. So, guys, you're doing a tremendous job. Keep, keep, keep rocking it, and I, I love coming down here, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Appreciate it, Al. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you. you guys. Absolutely. When we come back, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. 
You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. There are so many LASIK surgery centers today, it's hard to know who to trust. Well, let me tell you about a place you can trust, Delarusso Laser Vision. Dr. Joe Delarusso personally pioneered the LASIK procedure and maintains his status as an expert in the industry. Dr. Joe has lectured on the procedure all over the world, and year after year, the Delarussos perform more LASIK procedures than any other practice in the country. And that's why today, the Delarusso brand is synonymous with LASIK. I had my surgery done by the Delarussos 10 years ago. I am still seeing 2020. I, 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 honestly, I wish I had done it 20 years ago. It's that good. Delarusso does more than LASIK, though. They are the eye experts. They offer regular eye exams, frames, lenses, cataract screenings, and removals, everything. Delarusso is an old-fashioned family practice with four centers, including New Jersey, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Long Island. Trust only the best with your vision. Call Delarusso Laser Vision today to schedule a free consultation with Dr. Delarusso. That number, 855-646-2020, 855-646-2020, or visit Delarusso.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. The next Dining Out Dialogues will take place at Rustica Lounge and Restaurant on February 6th with special guest, former Viking cheerleader and chef, Lisa Patman, Top Chef Michelino Vastola, and NBC4's Produce Pete. Call 201-313-0820 for reservations today. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Alcatulo. Instagram at Catulo. G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. We're also available on Radio.com. And. We're available on the Hopped Up Network, usually on Mondays before uh, 6 a.m. You will find my podcast uh, posted of this uh, wonderful radio show that is now in its fourth year. And I thank you for listening and uh, the support and, uh, you know, all the other good stuff. Uh, just really appreciated the advertisers as well. Thank you. And thanks to AM970 uh, for allowing me to continue this program. I mean, it's an hour a week. It's a, a labor of love for me, though. I love it and I love uh, uh, bringing the, uh, the beer information uh, to you. A little Your Love is Driving Me Crazy by Sammy Hagar. Of course, uh, as we started the show, Sammy Hagar and The Circle uh, going back out on tour, uh, 30, 40 cities. They're doing uh, PNC Bank Art Center on uh, Friday, August 21st. I will be at that show. 
Uh, Whitesnake and Night Ranger are the other bands uh, on this tour. So it should be a really fun night in late August to uh, kick back and uh, and have a couple of beers. So uh, excited about that. Let's dive into uh, our suds and duds. And uh, started off over at Paragon Tap and Table about a week ago with the Abyss series dragged to the depths by uh, Zigmeister. Fantastic beer. Great bite. A little acidic uh, on the back end, but really nice. Um, sometimes I don't mind the acid burn, uh, especially when uh, it's not as pronounced and it's not, um, it's, it's not you know, making my stomach turn. This was a, a very good beer. Uh, by the boys at uh, Zigmeister. Had uh, a Jersey Cyclone uh, beer, Imperial Storm Cloud. This was very interesting. It looks really dank, and my thought was that it was going to be a juicy beer. A lot of cinnamon in this. I got a very, very big cinnamon vibe in it. It was kind of odd. Wasn't exactly crazy about it. Don't know if I would actually have it again uh, on tap. It was uh, was interesting. I'm glad I tried it, uh, but not one of my favorites. So probably the dud of the group. Uh, and then um, finished off with an Island Jams by Brick City. These guys, another winner from these guys. And by drinking this beer, I felt like I should be on a tropical island drinking this. Smooth, coconut, just really, really nice. Uh, enjoyed it a lot. Brick City puts out some fantastic beers. Now, got a chance uh, a week ago uh, uh, last Saturday um, to head over to Untied Brewing for their um, one-year anniversary. And... Uh, Matthew Green, the owner, uh, great guy, and uh, appreciated chatting with him for a couple of minutes. Uh, and my wife and I, my wife ended up having the sour that they had uh, on tap, and she really enjoyed it. I took a sip of that, and that was actually really good. Um, but I ended up having uh, a couple of beers there. First up was the um, first cor- uh, first point of contact, uh, a very good Pilsner, uh, clean. I thought it needed just a tad more crispiness. You know when you drink a Pilsner and you get that kind of crisp flavor out of it? I, this was a little bit muted, but very, very drinkable. Um, uh, you know, I love a good Pilsner, and um, when it's done perfectly, there's there's nothing better or more refreshing. And again, with a low ABV, it's nice to, to start off with something like that and then work your way up. So uh, really good beer. I just wanted a tad more crispiness out of it. That's that's all. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's, that's really what I was looking for out of that. The next beer I had there was Caught in the Middle. They have uh, untied. If you like IPAs, untied your place, man. They've got a lot of good IPAs on tap. Caught in the middle happens to be one of them. A very well done New England IPA, juicy but not overly so. Like it's not, um, it's not the ha- the hazy haze bomb or juice bomb that you really want. It's got just enough to be there, but it's got a, a little bit of tropical flavor to it. A little melon on it, real nice. A very smooth beer. Uh, excellent stuff. Uh, Matt does a great job. And then he ended up uh, gifting me a bottle of the Left in the Dark. They were releasing a bunch of stouts. So uh, one of them happened to be uh, Left in the Dark Imperial Stout aged in whiskey barrels. This is a 10.2% ABV. Uh, Matt, thank you for the bottle. Very much appreciate it. Going to crack that open uh, in the next several weeks. Uh, certainly over a fire, maybe. Uh, and and definitely enjoy that one. I appreciate it. And then I ended up buying a bottle of the Decadent Darkness Imperial Stout. This is m- made with peanut butter. Uh, cacao nibs, and vanilla. And as uh, Matt told me uh, when I purchased it, he told me that um, it's not as peanut butter heavy as you would expect. It's there. It's more chocolate than peanut butter. So I'll be interested in trying that and seeing how all that works out. But great time at Untied. Nice little brewery in New Providence, uh, New Jersey. Kind of tucked away, um, out of the way. It's actually about less than five minutes from where my wife works. It's a very easy ride. 
uh, for me to get to. So definitely have to get up there again uh, and visit it, maybe with a group of friends. Maybe we can do a kind of that twin elephant kind of uh, uh, thing. I don't know. We'll see. As we continue on here on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Stone had sent me their never-ending haze IPA, and um, this was interesting. So it's it's under 5% ABV, uh, hazy for sure in the glass, not as juicy as you would expect, but it was very nice. Uh, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, definitely a good summer beer. Uh, I, I absolutely equate this with a summer beer, and that, but it is not juicy by any stretch of the imagination. So if you see it and you pour it in the glass and you think that it's going to be um, a real juicy-tasting beer, it's not. Um, it's, got, it's got that haze to it, but it's definitely not juicy. But thanks to the folks uh, from Stone uh, for sending me that brew. Uh, very much appreciated. There's a lot of stuff that I've gotten over the last several weeks. Heavy Seas, uh, Duclaw, Coronado, their uh, collaboration with Pizza Port that we talked about. All those beers, I'm hoping to get through a few of them this weekend, review them next week, but certainly by the middle of February, we'll get them all in. Uh, and again, if you listen, if you want to send beers, if you're a brewer and you're listening and you want to send beers for review, very simple. Hit me up with an email, albertg at nycradio.com. I'll give you the mailing address. You can mail them directly here to the office, uh, and I will uh, I'll review them. Uh, you know, within a week or two, and uh, we'll get them on the uh, program. Love trying new beers. That's the big thing for me. Love to try a new beer, and if I if I like it enough, it's one of those things where it's going to go in the regular rotation. Like, I can't wait. Already uh, three summer concerts planned, uh, hoping for more, um, and there's no better way to enjoy yourself at a concert, tailgating, getting there a few hours early, having a couple of beverages in the parking lot while you're sitting around talking with friends and listening to music. It's the best, for me, it's the best part of summer. That's my relaxation time. Like everybody says, oh, you should take a vacation to do this. I, I don't mind going to places, but honestly, my comfort zone, good music, good beer, good friends. That's it. That's all I need, and I'm good to go. Uh, so we had the guys from Source on uh, during the show. Phil and Jeremy, thank you, uh, and, um, and uh, Greg, thank you for your hospitality. Uh, it was awesome. Taped that interview on Thursday uh, down at the brewery, and boy, did we have a blast. Got a chance to try both Elite Tribute and the Ultra Samba. I have to tell you, the Elite Tribute, straight from the tap while we were uh, conducting the interview, uh, soft, sweet, smooth, wonderfully done. Uh, and as I said on Untapped, and you can follow me on Untapped at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, worthy of a future Hall of Famer. Eli Manning, if you're listening, you need to try this beer. I guarantee you the guys from Source will get you some cans if you want it. So I, I may reach out to the Giants just to see if they can um, facilitate something uh, because uh, this is a fantastic beer. It's really good. And, uh, you know, Greg, uh, Phil has said it, and, uh, and Greg too. They're not going to brew this beer uh, for another five years. So you're going to have to wait until he gets into the Hall of Fame uh, in order to taste it if you don't get a chance now. And then finally had the Ultra Samba. Another winner from these guys. Great tropical flavors. Uh, nice hit of mango on this. This was an excellent beer. If you're looking for a really cool, fun, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to say funky. But if you're looking for a really cool place uh, to go to on the weekends to, to hang with your family, whatever, I would certainly suggest Source Brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey. Maybe do a little shopping at Delicious Orchards. The distillery is in front. It's a great place. And I had a great time with those guys. And my thanks to everybody involved in this show, including Phil Petraka, Greg Taylor, and Jeremy Watts. Had a great time uh, with them. 
Uh, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'm back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. Next week on the show, we're going to have Ann Riley from the uh, New York City Brewers Guild. Uh, we're going to be talking all about the kickoff to New York City Beer Week, which is taking place uh, towards the end of February at the Brooklyn Expo. Give you all the details on that and so much more. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>